Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beja Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldajanero.com and use the code ACAS10 for 10% off. Welcome to Full Coverage, a podcast by beauty lovers for beauty lovers. Today, I am your host, the unprofessional beauty lover, Lindsay Kelk. Hello. Hello, my loves. It's been so long. Please consider today's episode your full coverage summer special, your holdover episode before we are back, back, back. Going to talk about that more at the end of this episode. But for today, it's not just me. It's not just me or my Todd. You've also got the absolutely wonderful Alex Brownsell and Georgia May Jagger of Bleach London coming up to talk to us about their history and experience in the hair care field, about Bleach London and their new salon that just opened in LA, which is terribly exciting. So if you have any hair care questions, if you're wondering about whether or not bleaching or creative color is for you, stay tuned. And if you follow me on social media, you'll know this is a very timely episode for me. We actually (laughs) recorded this episode before I had my very recent unfortunate neon orange hair incident and maybe I should have known because this episode did foreshadow it a little bit as you'll see if you don't follow me on social media at Lindsay Kelk um, on Instagram you will have missed the fact that I dyed my hair bright neon highlighter pen orange not on purpose not on purpose wasn't supposed to be that color but now apparently I have a super on-trend peachy pink tint. So um, we're going to pretend that's supposed to be like that. And we're going to run with it because it's just hair, which is what you're going to find out um, from our lovely chat with Alex and Georgia May Jagger. Now, what I wanted to talk about before we got into that was really just to get into some of the stuff that I've been loving lately. It's such a long time since we had a proper chat. And as I said at the end of this episode, I'm going to talk you through some of our plans for our upcoming episodes both me and difficult eyes will be back 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 coming in your ears very very soon i'm sorry i couldn't help it but uh, i did just want to give a shout out to some of the stuff that's been making me smile of late because i think one thing we can all agree on is beauty is back big launches are back big products are back it's the middle of summer which means we're about to start getting christmas drops insane fall collections are already showing up we're already starting to see them come out so taking a moment before that to just shout out some of the stuff that's been giving me a case of the happies before uh, the winter stuff comes starting on skincare one brand that i've been seeing a lot of interesting stuff from and realistically just being brutally honest is a brand i have not really thought about in a long time is Kiehl's. Now Kiehl's uh, have got a really really lovely couple of summer launches that you can see. I think these are both out now but there's a Ferulic Brew Rejuvenating Facial Essence which is naturally derived ferulic acid, lactic acid and squalane oil. I really 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 love this. It is an essence. It's that middle step 
between cleansing and moisturizing it sort of replaces your toner it, it brings in a ton of moisture uh everything in the lactic acid the ferulic acid the squalane it all pump, pumps in moisture brings out brightness it's just a really really lovely product plus looks gorgeous and um one thing that i like about keels which was not an anticipated side effect of using these products jeff will use them too because they've got this lovely apothecary styling so they're very very gender neutral uh, and I don't think that's on purpose I think it's just because Kiehl's is cool like that so loving that loving the Ferulic Brew Rejuvenating Facial Essence um, it really does plump up my skin it really does add some brightness it's been really hot in LA so I'm looking very much to add in as much hydration wherever I can and this is a great option another product they have released which this one I haven't tried but I want to give it a shout out because I was so impressed with the Ferulic Brew is the new Kiehl's Retinol Skin Renewing Daily Micro Microdose Serum. I am getting back into my retinols. My skin's been very dry and I've just been having a lot of, you know, I, I don't know if I mentioned this, I dyed my hair neon orange um, and my skin did not, also didn't enjoy the toners that we use. So my skin was very sensitive. I had to come off retinol altogether. So I've been coming uh, back, getting ready. And I think I'm going to try this one out because it's uh, Daily Strength Retinol with a combination of peptides and ceramides as well. So you've got that encapsulated retinol that's going to uh, be protected and buffered by peptides and ceramides, which sounds delicious. Says it should minimize discomforting effects, including redness, dryness, and peeling. And them's what I've got. So we're trying to avoid those. So definitely going to check that out. But yeah, if you're looking for new skincare stuff and you haven't looked at Kiehl's for a while, maybe give it a peep. Maybe give it a peep. On a retinol tip, who am I today? What am I on? Uh, another retinol product, and I think I did mention this as a new news launch, um, but I've been using it now pretty consistently for a couple of months, and it's the Josie Moran Argan Pro Retinol Eye Concentrate Cream. I love it. If you liked the Origins Ginseng Eye Cream with the sort of slight shimmer to it, you will love this, especially for drier skins, especially for people looking for dry eye areas, uh, for solutions for that part of the face. I'm looking at you, Musings of a Muse, um, <laughs> one of my absolute favorite internet people of the entire world. Uh, I know you have dry eye areas, so I would love for you to try this out. The Josie Moran Argan Pro Retinol Eye Concentrate. It's very rich. It's like a very, very, very thick cream. So it's definitely for nighttime for me. I don't want to use it in a day, but it does actually sit lovely under makeup if you give it time. Uh, but I really, really enjoy that if you're looking for a solution for very dry under eye areas. If you are looking for the literal opposite of that and you are looking for a refreshing eye gel, which I usually am in a daytime, because again, LA, it's hot. I get warm in a daytime. I have been loving the Elemis Superfood Matcha Eye Dew Refreshing Eye Gel. It's really lovely. It's really basic. It's just going to de-puff. It's just going to hydrate. It's not a rich cream. It's not going to provide that super, super luxe, bouncy, creamy, thick base if you're putting on a lot of makeup. But if you just want a really light, hydrating, under-eye refresher, I really like this. I use this most, most days, and then I use the Argon Pro Retinol at night and my skin thanks me for it um another skincare savior honestly because i've been having terrible hormonal breakouts and hormonal and because of the weather again because it's been hot and gross and my skin doesn't like it um i have been really really enjoying the youth to the people super clay purify clear power mask uh, again i think we mentioned this in new news but 
I'd really like to come back and check in with things after I've actually been using them for you. Because it's one thing to tell you something's out, but once you've lived with it for a couple of, couple of months, I think it's really important to say, yeah, it was good. Or, yeah, yeah, uh, this is a, yay, it was good. It's a clay mask. It's on the pricier end for a clay mask. I don't think clay masks need to be super expensive, but I really like Use to the People as a brand. I love their packaging. I love their business model. I like what they do. And this has also got niacinamide, kombucha, and BHAs in it. You can use it as a spot treatment just on the spots themselves, which I often do if I'm just having like a weird little random breakout. Or you can use it, I like to use it on my full T-zone sometimes if I'm feeling a little bit greasy or it's been a very humid day. It just really feels like it draws everything out. It's a really good mask for maskne. And I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to go there, but masks, masks. Uh, so that's something I'm still very much dealing with and a lot of us are still very much dealing with. And I've just thought this is really good. It's clay without being drying. And that is the one downside to a lot of the cheaper dry ma clay masks that I've used. They feel drying. And this doesn't, which um, is why it's worth it to me. I like it. Also removes very easily. Clay masks that stick around and stick to your face and get messy in the, in the sink and like mess up your flannels. I hate it. I hate it. This one removes really nicely. It emulsifies with water and then it just washes away. One last skincare product. <laughs> I just, I almost don't want to mention it because it was real expensive. Um, this was given to me by Difficult Eyes, I have to say. Uh, and it's the Augustinus Beta Rich Cream. She was like, take this, see what you think. And I was like, I don't really like heavy creams. And she's like, it's not, it's not heavy, trust me, trust me. I'm like, I don't know, it's really expensive. I don't think it's worth it. She's like, just take it, shut up, try it. You guys, it's so good. It's so good and I hate myself. Um, it's so good that I have been tracking it on sale websites and I'm looking for retailers that do deep discounts on luxury products like not do not dodgy knockoffs but like sometimes uh, especially in the US like places like Violet Grey, uh, Saks Fifth Avenue, those fancy department stores, fancy fancy beauty um, brands will do online offers where it's like if you spend $400 you get $100 off and I'm like that's so much money but now I'm like well if I just buy two bottles of Augustus Bader I can probably get the hundred dollars off it's ridiculous I am never someone that says spend a ton of money on your moisturizer I say spend all your money on your actives but this stuff is very 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 good um it makes my skin look really lush and bouncy it gives the most beautiful base to skin for foundation so good, I routinely will only need concealer. I don't know what's in it. It's witchcraft. I assume, I haven't met Augustinus Beta, so I can't speak to it, but I assume they are some kind of witch. Um, just an assumption, not a statement or a prediction, but one assumes witchcraft, because it's really good. And it feels really light, and it feels like it's absorbed really quickly without being greasy, but it is so hydrating and rich and gorgeous. Please forget everything I just said. Please just pretend that didn't happen. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Moving on to something less witchcrafty and more just absolute treat. If you are looking for something to buy that will just make you happier just as soon as you open it and it will just make you think fun and sun and holidays and sexy long glossy limbs and highlighted collarbones and glass skin and just sun cream and pina coladas and good times have I sold you yet it is the Ciate London dewy sticks body body oil gloss so you know the Ciate dewy skin 
foundation and the dewy skin blush and the dewy skin highlighters well now there is a dewy skin dewy stick for body and it is a little wind up stick uh, it looks clear in the tube which is just really gorgeous it's like total glass shimmer and when you open it up it's like a little roll-on uh, solid oil stick it smells like heaven it smells like if I when I go to heaven when I go to when I go to heaven oh look at with her assumptions um, if there is a heaven and if I get to go there it would smell like this it smells like beaches and white sand and pineapples and coconuts and sunscreen and joy it gives your skin the most absolutely gorgeous non-sticky lush plush glossy glow I am in love with this stuff I love the clear I mostly am using the clear there is also a gold version that's got a gold shimmer in it which I'm, I'm a pale lady there's nothing there's nothing gold about me but I think if you had a tan or olive skin or deeper skin tones like on black skin it's gonna look amazing the gold is gonna look so beautiful it'll look great on pale skins too um, but it's just going to give that extra little special something to darker skin tones. And I think if you have gorgeous, gorgeous pale skin, embrace it and use the clear gloss and just say, here I am, the palest lady in the world, Casper the ghost, but extra. And honestly, I, I really love it. I'm such a huge fan and it's really inexpensive. It's really well-priced. Ciate London, it's a good brand. So we like that. One more body product, kind of body product, it's bath. We don't talk a lot about bath here at Full Coverage Podcast, which is bizarre because I am a bath taker. I am a bath fan. And recently I tried the Leaf, L-E-E-F, CBD bath tea. Now, CBD is one of those products, you know, like there's a lot of smoke and mirrors going on with CBD. Everyone's like natural, natural, antioxidant, anti-inflammatory, all these great things. <sighs> I mean, it's unregulated. No one really knows what's going on. No one really knows whether it works. I have tried a million CBD products. I would say I have one oil that I take as a, as a supplement that I really, really like, and it does help me. And that's from Feels, F-E-A-L-S. Um, but we're not here to talk about CBD oil today. We're about to talk about beauty products. Um, but this Leaf, L-E-E-F, Steep CBD Bath Tea, it's heaven. Uh, there's no T, uh, TH, I can never get it wrong because I don't, I don't use, I don't use marijuana products. Uh, THC, there's no THC in it. It's THC, it's got less than 0.3% of THC in the whole thing. So it's not psychoactive. It's not going to do anything weird to you. I'm also just saying that it's like, I'm not anti-marijuana. I'm actually pretty pro-marijuana, um, but it just doesn't do anything for me. So I don't really use it. Uh, but this tea whatever it is, whatever the mix of products, there's obviously CBD in here, but there's a ton of herbs. Uh, it's got a ton of lavender in it. It's got Moroccan rose in it. It's got jasmine. It's got Epsom salts. It's got magnesium. It's got Himalayan sea salts. It's got all the good things in it. I put it in my bath. I lay in the bath for like 20 minutes. I had one of the best night sleeps. Sleeps? The best bests nights sleepses says Gollum. uh nasty little hobbitses taking their cbd baths um i am a nasty little hobbits at the moment i am chubby and furry and full of joy eating a second breakfast um honestly i'm going off on a tangent because it was wonderful it was wonderful i felt so relaxed i felt a full body sweep of relaxation and um full disclosure because that's what we do here it was sent to me by a pr the first one was sent by a publicist for the leaf brand 
and I immediately went out and bought three more. I went, took myself to Nordstrom. I didn't, I did it online. I took myself to Nordstrom.com because I'm still not really going out that much. And I ordered three of these bath bombs, these bath teas, they're not bombs, they're teas. It's wonderful and I love it. So if you are somewhere, if you're in the US, um, I know they're in the US, I think they're in Canada. I'm, I will try and find out where they're being stocked, if they're being stocked in the UK. But Leaf, L-E-E-F, Steep CBD Bath Tea, just a solid recommend for a nice calming evening. I don't even care if it was psychosomatic, I don't care. It worked, it made me so happy. Moving on to makeup, I just have a couple of bits and bobs. It's been so hot, have I mentioned that? It's been so hot, I haven't been wearing a lot of makeup. And because we've been off the pod, because we've been off podding, um, I haven't really been indulging as much in product. So we haven't uh, been acquiring as much and we have been sort of turning down samples because we knew we weren't recording. So we haven't been getting as much product in. Uh, but what I have had, actually, I guess I love the most because I wasn't using it because I had to test it and I wasn't using it out of morbid curiosity because I hated it and wanted to hate apply makeup on myself. I've been using product that made me happy and brought me joy. So the things I want to talk to you about um, as a foundation and a concealer, both of which I have loved, both of which I've basically screamed at Harry in her face, I think, until she went and ordered them. Uh, Harry and I have been working out together. She built a little gym in her um, garage because she moved. So she lives really close to me now. She lives like five minutes down the road. So we've been working out together. We just, we gossip and do squats. It's great. Um, and I just was screaming about this. I'm like, oh my God, it's so good. It's like the best foundation I've used in so long. I love it so much. And it is the Clinique Even Better Clinical Serum Foundation. I really love it. I got sent a sample and I was like, yes, please. I would like to try more of this because uh, I hate getting the full bottle and the colors not being right. So I love when people send us samples. Thank you so much. Uh, and I, I got it and I love it. It's great coverage. It's really thin, uh, fluidy, gorgeous liquid foundation that just buffs out so easily. You can apply it with fingers, you can apply it with a brush, you can apply it with a sponge. It's very difficult to get wrong. It really reminds me, this sounds, I hate comparing things in a negative way, but it feels to me like what Hourglass were trying to do with the Vanish foundation that never really worked for me. The Vanish foundation was so highly pigmented but got stuck on dry skin and you had to be, it was so difficult to use because it was very, very thin, but very, very highly pigmented. So it was hard to spread. This is very highly pigmented, but so easy to use lightly. You can use a tiny, tiny amount and get sheerer coverage. You can use a little bit more and get a really solid medium coverage, or you can layer it up. You barely need to layer it to get full coverage, but it is gorgeous. And if that wasn't enough, there's also an even better all over concealer and eraser which is the uh, the concealer, predictably enough. And it's really, really good too. Frequently, I will just use the concealer. I'll just do it on my T-zone and I don't even bother with the foundation. Uh, the two together are perfection. Like if you're looking for flawless perfection that still looks like skin, these two are so good. Uh, and yeah, it's a really long time since I had, actually, since it's a really long time. The last time I had a concealer and a foundation that I loved this much together from the same, um, the same line was the Dior Forever. So the Skin Corrector uh, Concealer, which obviously Harry's favorite concealer of all time, and one of mine for sure, and um, the Dior Forever Skin Foundations, which I think are great. But what I do find with those foundations, and even though I've put them over as my heart of the week, uh, I like to mix the glow and the matte to get the finish that I want. With this, it's just one bottle and it's Clinique, so it's super affordable. So really into this, the Clinique Even Better Skin 
clinical line. We love it. Um, I don't know if it is particularly clinical, but I like the bottle. It looks like a flask that I might have had in science in 1996. Cheeks. Been really into cheeks. Uh, I've been really into stains and creams. And one of my top picks for this year, uh, these came out at the beginning of the year as a limited edition and then joined the main line very recently. And it's the Charlotte Tilbury Tinted Love Stains. I really like them. Um, I have been using Love Chain. I've been using Love Chain a lot. It is a deeper sort of reddish, pinkish red, very reminiscent to me of Benetint. Uh, very, very similar, but with a much more practical plastic tube uh, and large doe foot applicator. You can use it on lips, you can use it on cheeks. I do both frequently and it's great. It's very rare, I think, that you get a product that works well on both. Uh, it's I would say I like it better on cheeks than lips just because lip stains fade weird sometimes and they don't like take maybe as well as the cheek stains. But I have used it on both and I will continue to use it on both and I've loved it. Uh, another product I've loved, again, we mentioned this in New News, uh, and these are the Hourglass Vanish Blush Sticks. They're out in the UK, I know now, and they are just really, really, really good. Super pigmented, sort of either dab the stick with your brush or your finger and blend it into, pat it into the skin, pat and then blend because it's super, super pigmented and very, very creamy. Or you can apply straight from the stick to the skin and blend out that way. If you're going to do that, be careful because, as I said, very, very pigmented. But I'm really loving it and um, I think there are six shades and there's four that are more on the neutral, lighter side. And then there's two that are on a deeper, brighter, bolder side. So again, Hourglass could be doing better, could be doing better to represent darker skin tones. That's why we don't really like to play with Hourglass all the time these days. Sigh. They do so much good stuff. They do vegan. They do luxe. They're so eco-conscious and they're so aware of what they're doing. And then they just really let themselves down on the shade range. Um, but this is this is an area where there are options for darker skins. And I want to support it because I want them to do more. But this, you're on your last chance, Hourglass. This is your last chance. I love those blush sticks. Be better. Um, moving on to lips. And honestly, anything lips these days, I feel like is also cheeks. All bets are off. I don't really believe in putting anything in one place. Like chuck it all over your chops, see what's gonna happen. Another launch from Ciate London, Color Flip Lips. These are gorgeous. <laughs> These are super fun. Harry got stressed at me. She's like, but they change color. I'm like, well, kind of. So you remember Glitter Flip Lips from Ciate, that it was a matte lipstick that you put on and that when you pressed your lips together, it went glittery and it was terribly exciting. Uh, and witchcraft, again, witchcraft. So this is a liquid lipstick um, closer to a high pigment gloss. I think that when you go outside and it gets hit with UV light, it changes color. Gimmicky, but again, you know, actually less witchcraft, more science, because they're like, it's UV light. They're telling me what it is. It's science. And this is a very pro-science podcast. So I have to give them a shout out. It's really, really fun. I've been enjoying them. I actually really like all of the colors and I like them when they're on inside and I like them when they're outside in the UV. Um, so it's just really fun. I think if you're looking for just something to do something a little bit quirky, uh, but even if you're not, they're just really, really lovely high pigment glosses that feel gorgeous on the lip and look really pretty. So worth a look, great present for a teen. 
great present for a teen or me who is a child. And then the last little makeup item that I've been using a lot and really enjoying is the Dior Backstage Face Body Powder No Powder Powder. Powder powder? Powder powder. But powder powder. Uh, it's a lot of powder. It says powder a bunch of times in the name. But I really like it. Uh, Harry put me onto this again. Uh, it's a gorgeous powder that sets without looking cakey or chalky. It's really, really nice for real life. So much stuff, like when I review it or when we get it in, I'm like, oh, it looks great on camera. Oh, it looks great on camera. And then you remember that most people aren't on camera. Uh, well, actually, in the last year, that's been completely untrue, hasn't it? But now we're all getting back out into the world. <laughs> like maybe it's okay to like look like a human with skin and this gives you that it will set your makeup it will uh give you a, a lovely warm warm but a lovely natural looking finish to your skin whilst setting it without looking like you're caked in powder so i really enjoy that i wish the compact had a mirror in it because i love a mirror compact but that's just me but the product itself is gorgeous right time for me to hand over to myself and we're going to chat to Alex Brownsell and Georgia May Jagger about Bleach London, about hair, about their new salon opening in LA. And I really hope you enjoy it. Coming right up after this. Hey, everyone. I've been on the go recently. Phoenix, Kansas City, Chicago. If you're like me and have a home but aren't always at home, you have an Airbnb. Hosting your home or a spare room is a very practical side hustle. If you live in a big game town, you can Airbnb your place for fans to stay in. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at Airbnb.com slash host. Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast Fat Mascara here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off. So excited to have you guys here today on full coverage as a bleach and tone baby. I have I have so much love for everything you're doing. So I'm really, really excited to hear that you're coming to LA, uh, which we're going to get into a little bit. But for any of our listeners who might not know you guys super, super well, Alex and Georgia, could you tell us your hair stories, how you first got interested in hair, and then a little bit about how you met? So, yeah, so I've been modeling, working in fashion for years, and I met Alex. She was actually the hair assistant on my first ever job. Um, so we met all the way back then and became friends and worked together in the industry, like shooting for lots of different brands and lots of editorials in London. And, um, yeah, and then she sort of asked me, um to get involved in the business a few years ago and obviously I was so excited as I was going to bleach anyway because I knew Alex and always wanting to experiment with color because it's like been something that I'm really into um so I joined her and our business partner Sam 
And um, so basically we have a product range, um, which ranges all from, you know, your kind of blonde and toners um, to care, shampoo, conditioners, hair masks, serums, and then also our super cool colors, which is sort of every color in the rainbow that you want. Um, and then we also have salons in London and we're opening our first salon here in LA. What about you, Alex? What you drew you to hair in particular for a career? Um, my mum's a hairdresser, so I actually started doing hair at 12. So I have hair privilege. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so I always, I can't remember learning how to do basic stuff for the first time actually because it was probably before I was 12 like shampooing and stuff so I've always done it and I realized um when I was uh, finishing secondary school that um I could have a career in it and moved to London so I moved to London at 16 started working in fashion I met Georgia quite close to them I think I met Georgia she was 15 and I was 17 or 18, I was assisting somebody. We didn't actually, we knew each other from being around and I met her then, but we didn't actually become um, good friends until a couple of years later when we'd worked together again. And we've actually done so much. Like I was George's hairdresser for a lot of the um, campaigns she's done. We've traveled quite a bit of the world. I've given her every haircut, every <laughs> crazy haircut she's had. She's had every color as well. So we would, when she, <laughs> fashion takes August off. So what we would do is in July, when her shoots were finished, we'd give her a crazy hair color and hairstyle that we knew. Her hair grows like weeds. So we knew that by September, by fashion weeks, it would be back to normal. So that's what we did every year for about, I don't know, four years, five years, six years, <laughs> bajillion years. Um, <laughs> then we asked Georgia to come on as an angel investor it was quite a while ago actually it's been about yeah. five years um and she has um become more involved in the company over those five years and now we've, we're opening a salon in LA Georgia lives here part-time so that was some of the reason for coming over here was because she already has you know big network her family are all here I come here quite a lot for shoots as well so we decided that LA was the right place for us to open our first international salon um, I think we're both really interested in hair. George is probably more interested in hair than I am now. I've been hairdressing, I'm only 33 only, but I've been hairdressing professionally for 21 years. So people make, some of my um, photographer friends in fashion joke about it. They was like, how long have you been doing hair now? <laughs> like, as long as a 50 year old's been in the profession. Um, so yeah, I can't remember what initially drew me to hair, but I'm obviously stuck with it. <laughs> I mean there's nothing like there's nothing like passion <laughs> so creative color in particular because I feel like that's what you're so well known for and it's something we get so many questions at on full coverage people are so afraid um, or have been and I do think the tide is changing a lot due to yourselves but people can be so afraid of doing creative color so it's really interesting to me that you say Georgia would go for it because Georgia being a model, obviously like your hair is so important to your career and what you do. Um, it's really interesting. So we have, I mean, that's the number one question to, from people to me who haven't bleached their hair before. Um, and I think when we first opened the salon and launched the range, wanting to call it bleach was quite controversial because, you know, 11 years ago when we opened that the connotation around that was still fairly negative. I think it still is. And actually we're seeing in the US that that notion is still there quite heavily. Whereas in the UK, I think 
it's changed a little bit probably because of our influence especially in London um and the trend being so much for creative color and bleaching your hair but um people that are scared to do it I think technology in product has changed a lot so people are remembering I mean bleaching your hair every, bleaching your hair has been going on for actually centuries people used to do it with um urine and dung in have you ever heard of a Venetian blonde I haven't. I haven't. In it's like the first. It's the one of the first times that people like recorded actual hair bleaching. But in Venice, in ancient Venice, um, more Scandi people were starting to visit Venice, and that was a very attractive idea of beauty for Venetians. So to emulate those um, more Scandi people that were coming through, the Venetian locals decided they were gonna try and lift out their hair and there's a ingredient in urine, it's ammonia and uh, pigeon poo and other poo <laughs> that can lift your hair out. So people would sit outside in their balconies with urine on their hair and try and lift their hair to look bleached. Obviously, we've come, a very, we've come a very long way since then. And, you know, in Hollywood, in early Hollywood, through, you know, throughout the 20s to the 50s, um, when films were in black and white, peroxide, pure peroxide would be put onto hair and hair would fall out. And that's why the, their hairstyles became very short when they were bleached. Um, but you can't see that in black and white films. But if we ever, if you put colour back in, that hair would have been bright yellow. And it was very, very corrosive and dangerous. You know, even through the 80s, um, bleaching hair on top of a perm the the bleaching solutions weren't amazing you can never straighten and bleach your hair or perm and bleach your hair it will fall out and that's why throughout the 80s in this end at the end of the 70s you start off with these fabulous long perms that are blonde and by the end of the 80s it was a really short <laughs> permed haircut and I think after that you know highlights became in fashion and <laughs> um bleaching was seen as this you know oh your hair's gonna fall out and mums will always say that to their kids but that, that's kind of that hangover from the 80s as well that hair did fall out in the 80s everybody had a perm and also the bleach the bleach technology wasn't great but now it's really different so I would say to anyone that's nervous about doing it is you know just follow the instructions if you're doing it at home or if you're doing it with your hairstylist if your hairstylist isn't um, a bleaching expert try and find one that is because if somebody hasn't worked with the um, the products that much they're not going to know the nuances of hair types and duration of lifting and different product so you know if you're doing it at home read the instructions do a test if you've got previously straightened or permed hair don't do it if you've got damaged hair don't do it but if your hair's healthy there's no reason why you can't have really nice dyed colored hair like we all three of us on here have it um it's just about education around it and also a bit of myth busting so you know yeah if you leave your bleach on for two hours your hair's going to be damaged if you do what it says if you follow the instructions if you look after it afterwards then it'll be amazing heat styling's really bad for dyed hair so if you're going to straighten your hair every day and have it bleached then obviously I would I say no to my clients I try and put them through a process where we're where they're learning to do something without heat styling as well so yeah my advice to people would be to just have a go with it I mean you can do it once with barely any damage as well if you do it once you hate it then grow it out or die over it <laughs> and it's one of those things you know we have a lot of old older customers come to bleach so the de age demographic I mean it's majority young but we do have some like 60 70 80 year olds coming in wanting crazy things with their hair because 
all through their life they didn't do it <laughs> and now they're like god it's why i wanted pink hair for my whole life i'm gonna have it now so i think there's a there's there's a thought of that as well and people always feel like they're too old so you know i think people get to 30 and then oh i'm too old to experiment with my hair and it's like but you're the youngest you're ever gonna be hey i'm almost 30 and i haven't heard that yet people in the salon they move away they'll have like their color that they've had for the, the whole of their fun year. It's like throughout their twenties, their teens. And then they'll be like, I need brown hair now. They'll have the hair dyed brown. They'll give it six months. They'll always switch back. I turned 40 in October and I obviously couldn't get my bleach and tone done during the pandemic. So I grew it all out, cut it short. And then was like, I'm just going to do some really natural little streaks and highlights and just have natural nice hair. Cause I'm 40. And that lasted one month. <laughs> It was one month and I was straight back in the salons and like, can we do like a desert sunset, something completely insane, please? So yeah, I say just go for it. Georgia, tell us a little bit about your adventures in hair. I keep hearing about these, again, teased about these adventures well, in hair. Well, like had. when I was younger, so I've always been like quite, so I, I feel like I'm like the investor, but I'm also the customer because when I was younger, I used to always dye. Like I just do like the underneath my hair because I wasn't allowed it in school. So I would do that like pink and lavender and stuff, but then I'd have to braid it and then like clip it back up like underneath my hair, like this weird like secret. We do it in a salon, it's called like a secret rainbow, which I haven't actually had where it's just like half your hair underneath is all rainbow. But yeah, so I used to do that. So I was like obviously really excited, but like I always say like I get like a bit emotional about it, but I used to like never want to change my hair much. Like I had highlights and I do like the occasional little bit of pink, but you know, I'd always had the kind of same haircut and then like when I met Alex, I feel like it was, she kind of gave me, she gave me like a sort of long fringe, like a sort of like kind of glam version of a mullet a bit. But I had this full haircut and like, you know, the first time that she did my hair, like fully all over like a color, it just felt like so completely different. And like, as you said, like I was a bit afraid about doing like a full hair transformation like that because I've always kind of had the same look. It actually felt very freeing. And I say that actually doing that with my hair has helped me to like embrace more change in like other aspects of my life. You know, like even with the way I dress and like trying new things and stuff like that. So I feel like now I'll never kind of go back to that like really precious way. I'll just let Alex like blindly do whatever she basically wants. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I mean, I like trying everything, but like you said, like, I think that, uh, good advice to people, like, I think a lot of my friends are surprised that when I use like our rosé shampoo and conditioner that it like will come out within a couple days that they'll see me, you know, like, especially if you're like on holiday and stuff like that, because I think people assume that it's like very permanent. And obviously when you're like getting into like dyeing your hair black or like darker blues and stuff like that then it takes longer for it to wash out but I think as far as the like pinks the light oranges like the lavenders you know you can really do that and do it for like a holiday and then you know still be able to go back to work if you feel too nervous I think that's why we had a lot of lockdown hairstyles because people really felt like they could like express themselves because they didn't have to go into their office job and feel like they were getting any judgment in that kind of way and so I mean I hope that that's able to kind of change like Alex said about older people I feel like I really want to be a groovy granny and have like really funky hair I mean we get a lot of younger people that want to do gray hair so I feel like the other way around makes sense so yeah it's interesting isn't it with the lighter colors it's the same thing my biggest fight is keeping the color in yeah because you tend to do like baby pinks or peaches and pastel colors I'm like I'm just trying to keep it there I do this thing where I just wash the top of my hair, like just the fringe, so it'll just fade yeah. like just there. And I'm like, why is it happening? And Alex is like, because well, you're not shampooing your whole head. Just, just leave me, just do that bit. 
Moving on to hair trends. Obviously, you guys are at the forefront. You've done so much. You've changed the way people think about coloring their hair. What do you see coming up for us in the next year or so? Well, it seems to be all about a couple of colors per season. So coming up is definitely uh, copper. Copper, anything warm, oranges. They're really taking over in the in the shades so you know blondes that feel slightly more warm and creamy as well which is in that warmer spectrum we're seeing a move away from all the ash tones the um super super white tones as well I mean if you look at Billie Eilish's blonde that's quite a classic color that people are asking for with their with their bleach at the moment so you know people go through different shades sometimes feel a bit ash sometimes feel a bit warm but you know that real kind of neutral nice creamy blondes in and then the coppers are huge I mean everybody coming into the salons now is wanting a different shade of copper that's what my mum requested and then Alex said that that was the funky new colour and I was like she's like more on trend than me she wanted that bitch bit in the front I was like wow um so do you have any talking about trends but going back to classics is there anything in particular that either of you like it's a hair trend or a classic look that you just always love and always like to see I always go back to like all over pink. Yeah. And I like I like mixing all the colors as well. But then I think yeah, like like Alex said like a full bleach. I had like a full high lift tint which is like, you know, like Alex said it's like slightly warmer, like depends on what your hair color is. So I think that will always be like a classic kind of trend. And then like, you know, any kind of like choppy haircuts I really like. I'd like to be able to do like even funkier ones, but I don't like going too short, but like, I wish I could do something even like that. I think, well, I'm I'm biased, obviously. (laughs) But uh, yeah, the full bleach, it just never goes away. It's just so good. And I always say to people, they're like, oh, well, I look good as a blonde. And I'm like, everybody looks good as a blonde. (laughs) (laughs) True words have never been spoken. Everyone looks good as a blonde. It's an official fact. Alex, Georgia, thank you so much for joining us. It was really, really great to chat. I think I might have mentioned this roughly 17 times in the last three minutes, uh, but I'm a huge, huge fan of Bleach and I'm really, really excited to have you here in LA. So congrats on the salon, congrats on the brand and everything that you have coming up in future. Oh, the nicest, nicest, nicest ladies. Um, like, again, like how many times can I say it? Oh my God, I love bleach. When I first started wanting to experiment with color, anyone that's been listening to us for a while will know I've been every color. I've had pink hair, blue hair, purple hair, orange, uh, but red hair, brown hair, blonde hair. I've had all of the hair colors and bleach was really the first brand that sort of gave me the confidence to try stuff. Uh, their washing conditioners are very, very, very subtle and gentle. So I always recommend them as a starter place and like, yeah, really excited to try it out the salon now that they're open you know what time it is you know what time it is I really hope wherever you are right now you are warming up your vocal cords you're getting ready because you can't make me do this on my own you guys you can't not after this long so on three one two three highlight of the week I actually really miss that I really missed it I will routinely pick something up and be like this would be my highlight of the week this week uh, even though we're not doing it which is really sad my highlight of the week this week is actually a perfume 
So I'm sure everyone here knows and everyone saw the Chanel Number no. 5 factory collection that came out very recently to celebrate some Chanel anniversary. I don't know, you guys, brands just find anniversaries to have when they have a cool idea. And the Chanel factory idea was very, very cool. I bought the shower gel and the bath salts, I think, in the mason jar and the paint can, just because they look cool. I don't even wear Chanel number no. five. Who or what am I? It's because I've still got FOMO over that red bottle that they did of Chanel number no. five a couple of Christmases ago, and I didn't buy it because I don't wear number no. five, but that red bottle still gives me epic FOMO. So I had to go in on this, I had to get in on it. Still missed out on the water bottle, still missed out on the oil can, gutted, but I did get a couple of things that look cool. But my point here is my highlight of the week this week is the Chanel number no. five low, which is the le o, uh, which I think is the water of Chanel number no. five. I don't know. It's like the lighter, fresher version of Chanel number no. five, and I am here for it. I love number no. five on other people. I absolutely adore it. One of my best friends in the whole wide world wears it. And every time I smell it, I think Terry is in the room and it makes me so happy, but then so sad because she isn't. But I love number five on other people. It's just never been a fragrance that sits well on me. I have very acidic skin. I remember going into Chanel in Paris when I was like 22 and so poor and sad. And I was like, I just want to go in and I'm going to buy some perfume because that's what I can afford. I'm going to buy the smallest bottle of lamest perfume. And the guy in the shop was testing stuff and giving me stuff and he was like, oh, your skin is not good for perfume. And I was like, oh my God, the man at Chanel says my skin is no good for perfume. And the only Chanel I've ever really been able to wear has been Coco Mademoiselle, uh, which Nadine Baggett gave me a right rollicking for because she hates it because it's common. Uh, but so am I, Nadine, so am I. Uh, but I love Mademoiselle. It, it really reminds me of happy times of my life. And it does smell really pretty on me because of my terrible skin uh, for perfume. But I routinely have always been able to only wear the lighter versions. So like when everyone was wearing Angel, I was wearing Angel Innocent. You know, like I always have to look for the lighter version of the standard perfume. And finally with Chanel Number no. 5 Low, I have found a Chanel number no. five I can wear. It still has the signature notes. Um, I can still smell Terry. Like I still think my friend is with me when I smell it. Um, but it's light enough that my skin doesn't get upset by it. it. Doesn't I don't get cat pee vibes. Let's be real. Let's be real. That's what you came for. Realness. Uh, so many perfumes just smell like pee on me. Cat pee. I have cats. I smell. I know what cat pee smells like. So I know. I'm. I'm under no illusions. But the Chanel Number no. Five Low. It's really, really pretty. It's just enough to know that you're wearing a Number no. Five without it being super overpowering. So if you have loved Chanel Number no. Five in the past and found that you haven't gotten along with it, or it's been too heavy for you, or too cloying, um, go try this out get a spritz. It's everywhere. Everywhere they sell Chanel. Um, <laughs> like as though it's in the supermarket. It's everywhere they already sell Chanel. So you can go test it out. I have my eye on getting some when I finally get to come back to England. Uh, it feels like a duty-free purchase. Feels like I've got one coming on. Um, and yeah, on that note, hopefully lots of people have been messaging you asking about this because um, I do have a book out in November. <laughs> you guys. I have a book out in the UK in November called On a Night Like This and it's out in the US and Canada in January and Australia, New Zealand in December. So November, December, January, 
by by the end of January, everyone's got it. That's all you need to know. Um, but we are planning a book tour for the UK for November. We have everything crossed. Everything's going to be safe and everyone's going to be well. And we're going to be able to do this entirely safely. Uh, and I will be coming out, fingers crossed. So prepare yourself for the tour makeup episode because it's a coming. And prepare yourself for me to lose my mind in duty free if it's open. Because it's been two years since I've been on a plane. Uh, and... Oh, I can't, I can't even, I can't begin. I can't start because I'm too excited. Um, so instead of getting excited for something we don't really have enough details on yet, but as soon as I get them, I will update you and you'll be the first to know because I'd love to see some of you guys at the events. I know some of you will always show up and you know you are right now. I'm, I'm giving you the wink, Sheffield ladies. Um, but yeah, fingers, fingers, fingers crossed. Uh, but back to full coverage, more importantly, Harry and I have so many awesome plans. We have so many great episodes coming up. As you know, Harry has been hard at work uh, with Harry Makes It Up Academy. She is absolutely bossing it. She is killing life. I mean, she'll talk to you about it on our next episode when she's here, but COVID and the pandemic and lockdown, imagine being a makeup artist. It's been hard for everyone. It's been absolutely dreadful and just an abomination. But she, she, I mean, her whole life was just taken away, right? In, a, in one fell swoop and to have that happen and it happened to so many people, uh, it must have been devastating for her not to be able to go out and do the thing that she loves and not to do the thing that is her actual job that pays her mortgage and does everything she has to do. She found a way to turn that into an opportunity and do something amazing for herself and other people. She's kind of my hero for that and uh, she's going to talk to you a lot more about that in our next episode. But we have been sat down uh, trying to figure out our schedules so that we can bring you some great new episodes. We have a ton of stuff we're going to talk about. We have an empties episode coming up. We have a um, AAPI episode, so um, Asian-owned brands coming up episode. We have a bunch of stuff where we're checking back in on where we were last year with Pull Up for Change. Like, what has the industry done? What brands are we seeing coming through? How can we carry on supporting uh, brands from uh, women of color, people of color? How can we carry on supporting independent brands? How can we really boost the industry from within? How can we take the money out of big corporate pockets that don't care and put it in places where uh, we can help people and create great products from great people made for us, with us in mind? Uh, we also have some cool interviews planned. We have some brand-focused episodes planned. We have a drugstore-only episode planned. We have a super luxe episode planned. So tons and tons of stuff. We're really, really excited to get back on the wagon and share with you. And it'll be here before you know it. It'll be here before you know it. Like, let summer run, and then we'll be back. Uh, and we'll all be together once again to sing. Maybe we'll even get McMandy in. Maybe we'll even get McMandy in. Thank you so much, you guys. Your support is everything to us. If you're in the Facebook group, facebook.com forward slash full coverage podcast, click that top pinned post to be taken to our beauty chat group. If you're in the beauty chat group already, you know we're still around. You know we're still loving it. We're still absolutely in love with everything you're doing. Just thank you for being the greatest, warmest, kindest community that I know of. It really, really means a lot to me. Uh, and if you're on the gram, we pop in from time to time. If if not on full coverage podcast, I'm always on there at Lindsay Kelk. So I'm always checking in and always looking to see what everyone's up to. And yeah, we're just thrilled to get going again, be with you again, answer your questions again. We're hopefully going to plan a live episode really soon. If you have any suggestions for things you'd love to see, we'd uh, love to hear that. Hit us up 
um, hello at fullcoveragepodcast.com if there are any brands in particular you would love us to focus on because that's one thing we really want to do and we will for sure do an ask us anything episode so the call for questions at that point will come out closer to the date uh that's it for today thank you so so much for being with me thank you to alex and georgia may jagger who were both wonderful and um i really need alex to fix my hair so i'm gonna go away and try and organize that and also put a fan on because it is warm in here it is warm uh, i hope it's warm wherever you are and we'll see you again really really soon bye guys Hey everyone, it's Jen and Jess from the beauty podcast, Fat Mascara, here to talk about Sol de Janeiro. So many of the beauty experts we interview on our show say that the key to great skin is to treat every inch of your body with the same attention you give your face. One of our favorite ways to do that is with Sol de Janeiro's Beige Flor Elastic Cream, a rich body cream that's clinically proven to boost collagen and has been shown to improve skin crepiness on the chest in just two weeks. Plus, it's scented with Sol de Janeiro's Charosta 68 fragrance. Sol de Janeiro is offering you 10% off your first order on soldejanero.com and free shipping with the code ACAST10. That's S-O L-D-E-J-A-N-E-I-R-O soldejanero.com and use the code ACAST10 for 10% off.